Welcome to Fulfilled Living Podcast. I am your host, Kathy, and I launched this platform to teach you personal development and life skills that school never taught you in order to easily navigate through this thing called life and live it fully. Let's dive in further into this fulfilled episode. Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast episode. I want to welcome you to it. Jumping right into the topic as we love to do, we are going to be discussing fear-based mentality. Now, I'm going to tell you a story, brief story of how I believe I have developed fear-based mentality and things that I recommend doing to overcome fear-based mentality. Now, background. I am an immigrant. I immigrated to United States when I was 12 years old with my mom. And watching my mom go through the whole immigration process. Now, if you've never been to um, through an immigration process, it is lengthy it is stressful it is anxiety provoking it is expensive it is so sucking basically so watching that at a young age my mom going through it now as a kid I don't really understand what's really happening I'm just uncomfortable that my mom is not feeling her best my mom is not 100% present physically nor emotionally with me and if she is present physically she wasn't emotionally present or available when I needed her so together with you know that portion now you add teenagehood I started dating my ex at a very young age I was 14 years old and my mom and my grandmother blew up on me because they were com- they were severely overprotective and the, you know they're immigrants this is a new country they just feared that something bad is going to happen to me i'm the only child plus you know it doesn't make it any easier that i'm a you know a female not really knowing English themselves, they don't know who to turn to, who to ask for advice. So what they turned to do was how they were parented for when they did something wrong, you know, growing up, is to push, to to fight, to argue, to call names, and scare me. Like, I remember constantly being in a fear living with those two, because me and my grandmother and my mom lived together, I don't have a biological father present in my life since I think I was age seven or six but anyway so I remember constantly living in that fear-based mentality because that's all I've known like I don't know anything else because everything that they communicated to me was based on fear well if you don't finish your homework you have consequences to pay if you go out with this guy or continue going out this guy there's this consequence to pay and then sometimes certain consequences were like to a teenager were like nearly like a life sentence like a death sentence and i bottled that up bottled that up now remember teenager i you know, living in a Russian household, we don't believe in therapy, anything like that. I remember 
someone recommended my mom to take me to an ACS to scare me. Now, I was seeing this therapist at ACS or a caseworker at ACS because I fear that if I don't, then there's going to be consequences. One of the biggest consequences that it was after they learned that I love America so much and I would never want to go back to my old country, country of origin, they would threaten me to send me back. Now, imagine a teenager, right? Not really knowing a lot about life gets to hear this constantly. If you don't leave this boyfriend of yours, we're going to send you back. If you don't do your homework, if you don't get A's on all of your tests or score really high, we're going to send you back. And then nobody's there to take care of you. You're going to go back to, you know, your father and whatever. I'll spare you all the gruesome details, but you get the point. So eventually, as I was growing up and going to college, Everything that I looked at was fear-based. Starting a job, scared shitless. Going, um, picking classes in college, scared shitless. Taking all the exams in college, scared shitless. Like, I was completely scared of everything. Every single move. I was on a train, I was scared. Because the worst case scenarios would pop into my head. Because that is what I grew up in the environment of that everything is fear-based. I had to triple think, triple check, triple investigate, triple like check absolutely everything, even the way I, I was breathing, even the way I was dressing, even the way that I was looking at individuals, my parents included. Everything was fear-based. But the personality that I have and a lot of people don't believe in, in astrological stuff. I sort of, to some extent, do. And I think it does play a role because it does make sense. The type of individual I am, if it makes sense in my head, then, in rash, then I will rationalize it and I will stand strongly by it. My parents did not see that growing up. I strongly believe if I was not, you know, instilled that fear-based mentality from a young age and I was instilled, you know, go for it, you know, you got this, like provide ultimate encouragement in every single aspect, I strongly believe you, your homegirl, okay, me, sitting here, will be farther in life in general at my age to date compared to where I am now. Now, to date, where I am, I fought to be here. I fought to have what I have in my life. And when I say fought, what I mean is that I worked extremely hard to overcome that limited belief mindset, to work through the imposter syndrome that I have, the together, that crippling anxiety in every single life area. Now, am I completely healed? Absolutely not. Something that is part of you, such as your the environment that you grew up in as a child, tends to always be there, but it's always far away from you. Like it's not in your consciousness, it's in your subconsciousness, right? So 
even though as I make decisions now with the healing that I have done by going to therapy, taking therapy very seriously by personal development, listening, reading, exploring, you know, individuals that are powerful, that share their life story, that share the possibility in overcoming your limited belief mindset, your imposter syndrome, battling anxiety, addressing childhood traumas. I have input all of that knowledge, everything that they have shared, and I have been applying it every single day of my life. Whenever anxiety triggered by anything, I pull up all the tools that I know and by acknowledging that, hey, Kat, you have went through A, B, C, and D as a child, right? Now, you are now not responsible to carry what you've learned and apply it right now. You are, what you are responsible for is making decisions based on pros and cons, uh, you know, consulting with your close ones that you trust. And ultimately, if you're really struggling to make a decision, then whoever you trust in your life, ask them to make the decision for you, right? So I have adapted to my limited belief mindset, to my anxiety, to my imposter syndrome. It will always for the rest of my life flare up. It will always somehow, some way affect my life choices. It will for the rest of my life prolong certain, you know, decisions that I make, but it's not going to completely paralyze me. And that's what I feel like I've felt paralyzed for many years of my life, pretty much. Um, I would say coming to America at 12 years old to about, I would say 26, 27, I always felt like I am paralyzed by that fear because again, that's how I grew up from 12 to 26 years of age, right? That's a long time for my mind and our mind, if you could relate to what I'm sharing in this episode, it's a long time for our mind to be in that environment, right? So after a certain amount of time, things become a norm. And that's how your brain and your nervous system reacts to whatever is thrown your way. Now, there are things now in my life that I that come my way and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I could do this. I start to think of like the worst case scenario to prepare for or not to prepare for to avoid, right? Instead of making a decision and going for it, I turn to my partner. I'm like, listen, this is what's happening, right? Because your partners and people around you that are close to you, they need to know what's going on with you, right? Because if they don't, obviously, you know what? Let me backtrack a little bit. They do not know what's going on with you. Nobody knows other than yourself when you start healing. When you are healed, right? Or you can, first of all, I feel like healing journey is forever, but in certain aspects, you'll be healed when you're able to acknowledge and tell your partner who you or people who you trust, hey, I cannot make this decision because it brings me to my childhood and I cannot stop my brain from finding the worst case scenarios in 
the decision that I need to make, please help me. And if you trust this individual and they make that decision, that will be such a big relief for you. And looking back after the decision is made, you're going to thank that person for making that decision. Now you were able to make that decision, right? But because you are taken back if it's a really big life decision, not like, you know, what color shirt should I pick black or white, but really, you know, long, you know, strong, uh, life decisions. So once the decision is made, you'll be relieved. And then you're able to do everything to make that decision to be part of your life for you to enjoy it. It's an incredible thing to see that hands on. I personally have seen this. I've seen other people do the same thing. So hopefully this podcast episode makes you really think about your own um, scare-based mentality and give you an opportunity to think of what can you do in your life to not be paralyzed with fear. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until next episode, bye!